Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hmm, Dave, nice. Eric, nice. David, nice. Heather, nice. Heather's boyfriend, oh, very nice. Oh, 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 hello, children. Santa here. We're busy making and procuring toys at the North Pole, getting ready for the big day. And even though 2020 has certainly been on my naughty list, I know you all did your best to find your way onto that nice column. Your donations, acts of kindness, and mask wearing hasn't gone unnoticed. My good friends David and Eric at Adventures in Collecting asked me to wish you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And thank you all for keeping us busy with your love of toys. Ho 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 ho! I'll be visiting you real soon. But first, I need to get in touch with Jeremy about those AEW toys. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Happy holiday edition of the episode. Hello. You know, I was, I was, I was. Oh, hello. There we go. I was going to say, are we going to get a little ho, ho, ho action? Or is it just going to be normal hello? (laughs) I forgot. Well, uh, happy holidays to everybody listening. Uh, it's been a year, um, <laughs> and we all we all made it through it. Um, and uh, joining us today to help celebrate the end of the year and and talk all things toys is uh, is our friend, your friend, Toy Shiz. Hello, oh, I say like, ho 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 ho. Is that right? <laughs> Ho, ho. Yeah, you know something like ho 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 hello. Let's let's put this year to rest for the love of God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, cheers to that. And and instead of instead of sitting down and getting a uh, a cup of coffee, why don't we why don't we dunk the the, the crystal moose mug into the uh, into into the the big old punch bowl and pull out some eggnog and and get all holiday. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Everyone here. put on put on your cousin Eddie Dicky and. Get ready to mess up Clark's Christmas. <laughs> On today's episode, 
we're going to uh, cover really two things. So um, if you tuned into our holiday episode last year, we talked about the ghosts of Christmas past. So we, we went, Dave and I went into, uh, into our childhoods and we picked um, two toys that, uh, that we got for Christmas that we remember fondly. And, you know, we'll kind of just go into uh, what it was like to get those things and kind of go back and talk about some of those old toy lines again uh, for the first time in a while. And then something new to this year, you know, since again, this, this year as, as wild as it has been a, uh, <laughs> a cultural year, it has been very interesting in terms of toy collectors. Mm-hmm. One, could, one could argue, right. That this, this is a, a hell of a time to be a toy collector. <laughs> this was like a year, especially to rely on fellow toy collectors to help you out. If you weren't capable of going to the store or, or no, at least, uh, Hey, this is available online. It was just a lot of people helping each other. That was that was cool to see. Yeah, the, definitely the uh, the networking aspect of it has been uh, has been great, and you know the, the the community aspect of it. Yeah, but, but also just kind of what we've seen from um, toy makers this year: innovations in technology, and innovations in design, and you know uh, pretty much everything. It's it's been uh, it's been a very good year. I'd even yeah. say presentation too. You know. Yeah, that's true. All of the the virtual events, the level of transparency that we're seeing, it is it, it is um, you know, it almost feels wrong to say it, but it, it has been a good year on that front. So if, if there's something worth celebrating, it's the fact that uh that the toys have been good this year. Yeah. No, it's been it's been expensive and it's been fantastic all in one. Oh yeah, expensive, that's definitely <laughs> <laughs> another way to put it. Thanks Marvel Legends team and Mattel WWE Elite team. Every time I see the Marvel Legends team on Twitter say, we're not done yet, I'm like, no, be done. Please, God, be done. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Dan puts out one of those tweets, and then it's just a series of, uh, you know, uh, GIF responses of, like, Michael Scott, the, no, please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know what? They keep impressing. What, like, you don't even have to worry about Marvel Legends anymore. It's like when they say, oh, yeah, we're going to have an announcement, you're like, okay, cool. I need to set aside this amount, probably, and yep. uh, I'll, I'll get them. <laughs> well, yeah. it was even like uh, for me today with the, uh, the Jazzwares Series 3 AEW um, reveal, I was like, okay, I'm going to go pre-order these now. Yeah, those look good. I mean, for me, knowing what little I know about wrestling, I'm like, in talking about like even ingenuity and, and just – changes and everything else happening those look fantastic like they're really doing great stuff with that well i mean we could orange cassidy can put his hands in his pockets like in real life like that's <laughs> that's unheard of on on like a wrestling toy yeah yeah and they're and they're not like ill-fitting cloth jeans either they're molded so like it, it's even it's even better. Like it's just such a weird, like awesome gimmick that they worked into that toy. That I, I props to to Magic, almost the designer on jazz on those Jazzverse toys, and Jeremy and Greg and all those guys. They're just it's ridiculous what they're doing over there. I just like I like the tease. I think it was on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. It was just like a hand in a pocket, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> yep, and and I mean they're. Speaking of Jazzwares, I mean it's just like everything with them. They 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 really went heavy on that whole um on like the the YouTube uh creator world, you know, with their uh Coco Melon license, like the, the kids programming and that blippy mm-hmm. guy, 
you know, those toys like that, that new Coco Melon toys, like the Pickle Me Elmo this year. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, like people are either crashing Target site looking for a PlayStation 5, uh, the latest NECA release or a Coco Melon doll. Mm-hmm. So I was today years old when I found out about that. I uh, I don't want to brag or anything, but I got to meet Blippy in person at uh, at Toy Fair, and uh, it was and amazing. How, how was it? How, <laughs> tell us more about Blippy. They're like, this is Blippy. I'm like, oh, cool. And then I get home, and the little one's like, you met Blippy? I'm like, oh, you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he had his suspenders on and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, that was fun. Jazz Jazzwares, uh, their booth at Toy Fair is always so like fancy, fantastic. Just they need like a piano and like a chandelier in there once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it was it was insane because like you, they had everything from you know legit like pro wrestling superstars just like rolling through looking at their figures to you know yeah. like a, a Nerf gun shooting range. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's what I think you know. Like even talking about it, like last uh, last toy fair, the first toy fair I ever went to last year. Um, I mean, you like walked in. They're like, "Would you care for a sandwich?" You know, like there's a huge sandwich bar, and they're handing out little fancy napkins with jazzwares on it. And I told them that, like, you know, I'm like, that was the most fancy experience ever of going around and looking at toys. You know what I mean? Like, you want chips? You know, British guys <laughs> walking around handing me towels. I'm like, I don't need a towel, but thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> would you would you like a, a back rub while you're here yeah please massage, five minute massage um well speaking of of uh of jazzwares and you know and the marvel legends team and everything uh they've you know they have had an incredible year but it makes makes us think right what what what's next so yeah. um you know what are some of the things like let's just kind of go round robin let's talk about some of the things that we want to see from some of these uh from some of these companies next year in 2021 Dave do you want to do you want to hit maybe a, a wrestling thing I know you've been itching uh, yeah this thing that you want to talk about the idea for this basically spawned from from this uh thing that I want um so it's it's wrestling based of course it's a Mattel WWE Elite WWE Elite and you know we've had on the wrestlemania figures the last two years there's been a build a figure um there was referee danny davis last year paul ellering this year um but i think there's somebody and you know we've got to get this out there this is uh, you know we've got to make this a thing maybe but um (laughs) so there's shotzi blackheart who's on nxt and she rides a little kind of go-kart tank to the ring um so (laughs) i think we can do a build a figure wave, but not build a figure. We can build a tank. So of course, Shotzi has to be like the key figure in in the line. She's got to be there with the helmet and everything. But we need to get her a tank. And <laughs> if we could have a build a tank, I think that would be incredible. You know, it, it, the tank that she rides in really isn't that large, and McFarland did the the build a Batmobile thing for the the that first uh, build a thing wave that they did with the DC. That's what I was thinking. You That's a good make... way to describe that wave: the build a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, when they talked about it, they they said there are plans to do like additional Batmobiles in like different iterations, but we haven't seen any more of that, and. I, I think, I, yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I think they, they were like, mm, 
people probably want the figures more. <laughs> but you know, the, the to to Dave's point, the, the the tank is is not that large. It's about would be really not much larger than that that Batmobile fully assembled. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can have it with the turret and with the like rocket. But there's four, four in the WrestleMania wave. Okay, so you you might be able to get away with it with four figures. Or if you know, even if you wanted to do it in a normal six-figure wave, like you could have like the the rocket and the turret be its own package. Toy says you got to look this thing up. If you, I'm if trying not... to. I'm trying to like keep up. I'm like, uh huh, tank, yes, and um, it, if if you've seen people posting, the the best way I could I I could describe it is if you've seen people posting pictures of that tank that Walmart is currently selling for kids. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's actually what I had in mind when you said tank. I'm like, what? Like that? Uh, that's, that's not even Fisher Price, is it? What is that? I don't know who's. I don't know who's making that, but I've seen it making the rounds. Like it's like a, a Power Wheels, right? I, I think. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah. It's awesome. It's the big display. Well, they had it like what a year ago in the store or something like that. Yeah, that awesome. Think about that, but only like twice as big. Okay. It's so, like enough for like a, a an adult to sit in it and look like they're in like sitting in like a Mario Kart. What if yeah, they like did it like Kart. Professor X style and did the figure with two halves and then you build it yourself with that the, would, like legendary rider style. That's yeah. right. They did do they they did split the uh the hover chair in half. That's, but the problem is people will think there might be two tanks inside the packaging if they see the two halves. I don't know if you guys remember that. Everyone thought that Professor X came with two hover chairs um, because they had to have it. You know what I mean? Yep. I I remember seeing those comments. (laughs) But that would work too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's got ring. And if they do that, that's got ringside exclusive written all over it. Oh, 100%. But, you know, (laughs) however we're going to get it, but like when they make that Shotzi figure, because they're going to make a Shotzi elite, she's like, you know, she's so toyetic with the helmet and she's got green hair. Like it's, she's a toyetic personality to not have, to not have the tank would be borderline criminal. <laughs> so she's yeah. like, she's like a ghost rider. You can't have her without, okay. I got to, got to pull up a picture of her. Yeah. She needs that tank. I think that is the tank. Isn't it from. <laughs> it's very close. Like it's very <laughs> close to it. Um, it is tank, tank girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I, what I was thinking is she, so I, I am just like full disclosure, just getting like kind of back into wrestling. A AEW ended up being my, my gateway drug, if you will, back, <laughs> back into professional wrestling. But, um, they just had war games, NXT war games, which is, uh, where, you know, what shots he's a part of. Mm. And <laughs> Dave was like, we got to do this topic. For, for this episode um i'm not going to tell you what it is but you got to watch this and i watched war games and i was just like what what, what does he want to build a figure like i'm like looking at the wrestlers and then he's like you know of course just now he's like the tank mm. yeah makes sense now dave thank you you're welcome <laughs> yeah I, i'm into it though i i think i you know the thing is with the with the wrestling figures and it's been a, a long history of it going back to like the jack stuff um the accessories for wrestlers are always amazing. And every now and then Mattel puts out a good one. That that slambulance is pretty good. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Um, it looks like the Rock the Rock is coming out with a new car that 
comes completely apart. So I love, you know, Mattel, they, they get very creative with not only just like packaging itself, but just everything they've been doing from Jurassic Park to like WWE Turnia, the wrestling. When you actually look at wrestling figures, you're like, wow, there's like a, there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot that goes into this. And I think a lot of people overlook it if you're not a fan of wrestling, as I tend to do. But when you look at the sets and everything else that comes with it, you're like, yeah, I totally understand why people love this stuff. Like they really go to town on the toys. I got one. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to go next. So there have been pictures already coming out of like the next wave of the, um, the spin master four inch Batman, uh, figures, uh, toy shows. You actually, you found them the other day. The, uh, the yeah. Riddler, the new bat Batwoman. um, what I want to see from Spin Master uh, in 2021, I want to see some of those like other big A-list uh, villains that they haven't done yet. I want to see Mr. Freeze. I want to see uh, the Mad Hatter. I want to see Scarecrow. Um, they did just announce Bane. Bane was on my list before, uh, before that announcement had come out. But um, I want to see just more Batman villains. Because mm-hmm. there's like a new Batman in every wave, which is awesome, and of course there has to be a new Batman in in every wave. You can't have, you can never not have Batman on the pegs, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I want I want more of those A list villains because I I really like dig the the design that they're doing. It's you know it very much so is an homage to like some of the classic designs of these characters, but also you know has like enough of a modern you know twist on it. So I would love to see them do something like a uh, a Mr. Freeze or Penguin um, or Scarecrow. And I'm just thinking, too, like the, those zany accessories that they come with, <laughs> you know, the, the stuff that they would uh, package in them in, their, in those little blind boxes would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think, you know, for those of you guys that collect them and everything, uh, those little accessories are are fun. I think it adds to the playability for kids, but also has that retro feel. And like with those new uh, retro Marvel legend, the 3.75 inch, you know, that's ultimately where I would like to see them go is to do like weird clip on accessories and things, you know, to kind of, to kind of keep that retro feel. But uh, it's fun when I go, you know, when you go to the toy aisle and like, I, like you said, I found those, um, those new Batman figures. It's fun. Cause I messaged you guys. Like, oh, are these are the ones you're talking about. <laughs> Because I try to stay up on it as much as I can, but uh, it's fun to see them on the shelves and then go, I know that's new. I know people want that Riddler. Riddler looked cool. Um, the new Batwoman with all her like Batman Beyond circuitry, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it looks like this first wave is kind of like um, like a, like glitch tech or like glitch camoufla- camouflage. Um, even the, mm. the new 12-inch Batman has that very like early 2000s... <laughs> um design but i again like it is it goes back to those those kenner and and toy biz figures and and i'm right with you there on those those 3.75 uh legends like give everybody a clip-on shield like that like like yeah like a a web shield for spider-man and uh a digital thing for iron you know what i mean like yeah otherwise it's like why do those you know i mean people they're not they're you know just to have them okay but, well, I mean, you know. if you think back to the Secret Wars ones, everybody had an lenticular shield. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were talking to to uh, Steve Evans about them, and one of the things that he mentioned was that 
because because my initial thought right when i first saw them was this is they're making these for people who either grew up in the kenner era or or grew up kind of with the nostalgia for that you know like they had an older sibling you know they're a collector now and they're going back and they're collecting you know figures from that era but he actually mentioned he he said that one of the ideas with this was to get a simpler um smaller lower price point figure to new collectors like to get you know for people to kind of get into you know either collecting or playing with these and for me you know you're looking at them and they don't really come with a lot of accessories thinking about it in terms of that mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's like what gets the kids involved like they don't care that you know and again i'm looking at the spin master ones right now they they don't care that that nightwings uh you know batons don't come with giant blue gauntlets attached to them like yeah. they, they're just they want something that's cool and flashy and you know plays well and that's that's what these do and if you have you know three and three quarter inch scale figures with little to no accessories i, I don't know so i i mean yeah. I, I think that's definitely a component that they need to consider for that no and i i agree like when i did my video i was talking about it in the sense of Spider-Man's hands are both like web whip hands. Um, a, a clip-on web web thing would have been awesome. I don't need lots of articulation for those. I get it in that sense. You don't need, you know, some people were saying like, oh, I wish the arms were articulated. I wish the the legs. If if they were a little bit more pre-posed, I would have actually preferred that too. They're more. They're very much straight up and down. To which it kind of lo- it's it almost becomes like boring in the sense because then again you don't have anything to clip on or do anything with so they just kind of stand there and then being that they don't have anything when you put their hands up they're not really doing anything either so vehicles play sets all that I think will help <laughs> yeah and it and it doesn't break from the the idea that they are a what if Kenner made these if they came with accessories you know I, I think yeah. having the the five points of articulation and you know the the body types and the, the you know the, the static poses that kind of more of a neutral pose is definitely akin to something that Kenner would have been doing in the early eighties. But yeah. I, I still think he can get away with squeezing in some accessories. I think in pure Kenner fashion, they have to, I mean, they used to pack those, those boxes with all kinds of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between Kenner and toy biz, you never knew what you were getting. <laughs> all right. Like I just did a video on, um, the uh, web trap line for you know the old spider-man series and oh, yeah. you were basically getting like a kind of like a base slash like extra figure with their little accessory that they came with so kids would be stoked you know what i mean there's a play feature and for the collector you're getting a regular figure if need be but it's a it was a win-win situation was that web trap series was that the one with the the hobgoblin that had like the big like wearable harness that you could hook up to a um like a zip line and it had the like the pumpkin launchers on it no that one i that is a great figure um that's the web flyers web flyers um, line yeah. so it was it was two it was web cop there's two spider-man hobgoblin and a carnage and like for me, like, you know, people say, oh, how many waves do you have left to look at? Yada, yada. I go, well, there's technically like one more because once you get to like web flyers and spider power and like all that stuff, that's when they were like, okay, the animated series has been off the air for probably like a year now. There's no cartoon to sell it. Let's just do comic book stuff. So 
kind of residual energy, but at the same time, it's like not based on anything. The shit like Hobgoblin, completely new design. I think even you could kind of say it was comic booky, but dude, it was a cool figure because he had big shoulders and mm-hmm. you, could, you could attach the yeah. Uh, I have that. I'll pull him out. <laughs> I I still have that one as well. That's why I was asking about it. I still yeah. I still have that one. I have him almost complete too. I think I'm might be missing. Did he come with rope for zipline? Yeah, he can't. It's too blue. I'm trying to like think. I know the there's a bin over here with a minute, but uh, blue clamps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you you know you put them on, and then uh, his big orange harness. You put the two giant pumpkin like pair of pumpkins on each side and it tosses it, it yep. it's pretty cool you know what i mean like for them to God, that's the kind of stuff i miss like even when we're talking about like you know just the spin master stuff or now this marvel kenner stuff or even give me like the doom cycle or the turbo cycle like yeah. type of vehicles for it yeah <laughs> it's corny but it's fun right didn't spider-man have like a buggy at some point yeah the, the like the car. spider car yeah Pushes, what do you got? What's something that you're looking forward to for uh, for 2021? Um, I'm looking forward to every time McFarlane announces a new Batman figure that everyone doesn't say another Batman figure. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the biggest things I'm looking forward to is what Mar- like what they're going to do with Marvel Legends now that we're kind of getting away from not to say movies in general, but we're going to do TV shows. So we're going to get TV show waves and, you know, many, like mini waves. What are they going to do with build a figures in that sense? Um, I'm so interested to see where McFarlane's going to take their stuff now with future state, you know, like I hope they do just to satiate those, like do a couple classics here and there <laughs> so yeah. we can, so we could finally not hear about that anymore. But like, just everything that I'm seeing with Future State, like I'm curious to see where DC Comics is going to go. You have the Snyder Cut, which I can't say I'm all too excited about that because I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the original Justice League, but I am curious to see it. It looks potentially like, hey, that'd be cool. Do I want figures for it? We'll see. <laughs> I know a lot of people do, but... Um... it's So with the, the, the Snyder Cut, like, I, I mean... I am one of those those people that watches something and I will make excuses in order to find some enjoyment in it. So that way yeah. I don't I don't sit there and go like, well, I wasted my I wasted that two hours. Like there are very few things, Batman versus Superman being one being one of them, though, <laughs> that like I watched it and I was like, why? Why? What happened? But like with yeah. with Justice League, I watched it and I thought like I was like, well, that was a movie. Um, I was like, well, know. I'm looking forward to Aquaman. Like. Gal Gadot was good. Like you know what? If they want to go back and make all the toys from Aquaman again, please and and Shazam, do that. I would <laughs> love a giant whatever MacGuffin monster at the end of Aquaman. Like make that into a three wave build figure. I don't care. But the Justice League stuff, I'm just like, we'll see what happens. It maybe maybe you know. I mean, here's here's the weird thing about like. McFarlane is it's strange because no matter what they do it seems like they people find something to complain about it like Mm -hmm. something anything to to complain about it regardless of like 
you know, and I think I had mentioned this to you, you know, uh, aside, I, I was talking to uh, the one of the guys from our our, com- our local comic shop, uh, Zap Comics, mm-hmm. about, you know, what McFarlane's doing. And as a comic shop owner, he was like, it, no, it's brilliant. He's making figures about that are that are, you know, he's he's quickly churning out figures on the most popular comic run right now like he he is making figures for comic book collectors and i he was like i don't think people can really wrap their heads around that because it's been such a long time since somebody has specifically done that like specifically catered to a modern run of comics that's popular i mean the closest thing that he was able to compare it to he was like well marvel just announced you know the house of x uh figures that come out in like a few months like that are coming out in 2021 but he's already got you know, Dark Knight's metal figures out, and you can't find them anywhere because comic book yeah. collectors want them, and no one that, else is making them. And that's the thing is, like, I think I think the main problem, or where a lot of the contention comes from, is that their majority of, let's say, action figure collectors nowadays, younger people, younger fans, are not necessarily reading comic books because they go to the movies. And they use the movies now as like, oh, I know that character. I know that character. I know that character. Marvel tends to go either way. But for Batman specifically, you know, even when they go, oh, here's the Devastator and here's this character and it's a bunch of uh, Dark Knight's metal figures, that has been the main storyline in and out for about two or three years almost now. And the figures came out fantastic but i think people look at that and they go i have no idea this is not a classic character it's not batman the animated series it's not anything i'm really aware of unless i read the comics and i don't do that so it's weird and i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know this which means i don't like it yeah yeah (laughs) but comics you know for me i've been keeping up with i just i find that fascinating i like when they do weird twisted versions of characters um like i'm i'm into the king and black storyline with venom because i'm a huge venom fan but Marvel's been in and out for me lately. They've been doing a lot of weird stuff where I'm like, I, this is just whatever. <laughs> but DC, as bat poop crazy as it was, it's surprisingly kind of easy to follow, even though a lot of it's like, it just kind of happens. And you're like, okay. But the fact that it's going to wrap up, like issue six just came out, seven should be out. I think the first week of january i'm pretty sure and that's really when the bat cycle and the and the um black lantern batman kind of comes out from mcfarland so it's like perfect synergy right there like you could finish the comic potentially and go buy the black lantern uh batman with the scythe and that's just awesome that's i cannot wait for that figure it looks fantastic both and the guitar one both of them Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I, I like that there is a death metal Batman that has a guitar. And full disclosure, like I'm not reading those books right now. I mm. I tend to be a um, when it, when it comes to comics, I'll, I'll pick up a you know I'll I'll wait for it to go to you know a graphic novel and yeah. read the collection. Like once uh, once a storyline is finished, um, I don't have the patience to do the the week, the week by week or month by month thing with yeah. comics. on the no, the- I hear it's. Just in terms of lifestyle and everything, it just, yeah, it doesn't normally work. And for me, not really, you know, being into comics in recent years, kind of getting back into it, it's been a lot of fun, you know, in that sense. But 
might remember back in the day, you'd read a comic and then you all have to wait till, you know, next month. Okay. Nowadays you'd be like, nah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got to wait for how long? Like we get away with it with a Mandalorian, like barely. I feel like people are like, oh, seven days. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. And that, and the, the commitment's not long to it. Like, I, I can't believe that we're already coming up on the, the end of season two. <laughs> yeah. It's just insane. Like by the time this, this episode airs, season two season season will be over. Will be over. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta stop. Lucasfilm's gotta stop with those like the end of the series, like the very dramatic, like it all comes down to this. Like they did that with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Now they're trying to do it with season two of Mandalorian. I'm like, just let it end. It's a season uh, season finale. We'll, we'll come back in season three. Don't worry. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't don't be overly dramatic. <laughs> and, and I mean, there. And we're getting two other shows in the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two aren't we getting? Like, we're getting like eight new things. 10 new things from, from Lucasfilm alone. Well, I just meant in the Mandalorian universe alone. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. Just so, somebody hit the nail on the head. Like when they're, they had that investors meeting and they're like, we're going to do this with Marvel and we're going to do this with star Wars. I'm like, well, at least there'll be plenty of toys from now until the end of the days. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I, you know, you mentioned it before, but with, with Marvel, you know, like the, the different waves and everything, I, I'd imagine they're going to be churning out waves like they did with that, that Netflix wave. Uh, back in the day where like they they yeah. have the, the jessica jones the daredevil the punisher because like, I, I mean there's just going to be so much going on at once that i can't imagine that each show is going to have its own dedicated wave of figures and and a build a figure like, uh, i just <laughs> yeah ought to, to think about it's going to be a lot especially now with um was it marvel studios legends <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, well my first i, I mean I'm so used to seeing that logo that I initially shared it thinking that it was going to be a show about figures. And I was like, Oh wait, it's not. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's what when I saw. Like I was just happened to be on uh, Twitter that morning and it, it was like, it was like, Hey, here's a new you know feed. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then I read it and I was like, that's the same logo. <laughs> they know what they're doing. There's, there's gotta be some kind of, you know, yeah, they 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 called Jesse Falcon and they're like, "Hey, can we use this?" <laughs> He's like, "They drove a dump truck full of money up to my house." I hey, uh, couldn't say no. <laughs> Dave, did you have anything else for for twenty twenty one that you were that you were looking forward to? Um, well, we talked about McFarlane stuff. You know, I, I I would love to see more movie figures. Um, like the Wonder Woman ones were great, especially since we're going to see the movie soon. Um, but I'm going to go with um, one that is I'm going to kind of use that, leave leave that out there. But um, I've wanted for the longest time a carousel of progress Disney Parks deluxe pop with like the dad in the recliner with the dog. This is so good. That is so good. <laughs> now, do you want it in a Disneyland box, though? No, it's a, it's not in Disneyland. Uh, that's true. That's true. It's not in Disney. It is a, it is a Disney World. Yeah, it's in the Magic Kingdom. Right. Yeah, that would be great. Do you have a do you have a um an era that you want it to be? Do you want it to be like like fifties dad, or do you want it to be? I would be okay with any of them, to be honest. I'm sure they would probably try to make a chase out of it or something, but just Funko? give me one. No, never. <laughs> just give me one. I just want one. I can, I can picture him sitting the the one the the Fourth of July one where he's sitting backwards on the chair with the two like two Fourth of July fans fanning himself. With the fans, yeah, that would probably be probably be the best one to be honest. 
Yeah, either that or like the the, the Mister Rogers red cardigan one. Yeah, yeah, Three. those are the two. Yeah, that 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 definitely. But yeah, that that's that would be awesome, and it would fit right into those um those scenes that they're doing from the other attractions. Yeah. Um, we actually also talked about most of mine. Um, we're very efficient. There's only there's there was only one thing that I I else that I wanted to really mention. And that was one of my favorite things of the year, which unfortunately in a lot of places ended up clogging up the clearance sections at Walmart, um, were the, the Ghostbusters Plasma Series figures. I thought that they did a really good job with that entire... I'm happy to have the entire wave, including the, the Hasbro Pulse exclusive one, but I'm already starting to think, like, you know, outside of the original Ghostbusters film, and I'm, I'm sure at some point we will see, you know, uh, figures from, from Afterlife, but I would love a Vigo Build-A-Figure wave of ghostbusters 2 figures in the plasma series that'd be cool i you know i i've I've thought about that like what like ghost wise or who would you do vigo is would be the most poignant one to make i think you know make him bigger yeah um, give him some uh energy effect you know something um uh, interchangeable head like when he goes all uh ghosty at the end that'd be cool yeah yep and then it would give you an, an excuse to um, you know, do the go- the Ghostbusters in the gray outfits with the, like the uh, the the slime guns, right? The slime the slime proton packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think you would need an interchangeable head for Ray though when he goes Demon Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> and then and then you could get uh, we could finally get a Janine figure maybe, and uh, and and maybe a, a Louis Janosch. Tully, a, yeah, a Janosch. A, I, you know, I was thinking for the Janos figure, because like sometimes with these Build-A-Figure waves, right, like one of the figures doesn't come with a Build-A-Figure piece. You know, you do like a seven-figure wave. What if he just came with a giant portrait of Vigo? That'd the be background cool. of the portrait, just, yeah. Yeah, like just, just he he came with an actual like painting of, of that was his accessory. So what else does he need, you know? Like, if they do... Oh, the glowing uh, eyes. Oh, that'd be cool, <laughs> like a light-up thing? That'd be, or glow-in-the-dark, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> if they do Peter, they got to come with baby Oscar. They, I don't think anyone's ever done the baby. Yeah, you need the baby. Mm-hmm. But then do you, do, you, do you put out another Dana? Mm, I, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that figure, like, while necessary, and I mean, it's a, it looks like Sigourney Weaver. It's, you know, it is what it is. Like, she's in that dress. You can't really pose the figure. Otherwise, it looks like she's wearing a disconnected sleeve. um (laughs) it's it's just but like it is what it is like that's what that figure is there's really not much that you can do with it but like what do you do you put like a dana and a you know a winter coat like (laughs) like, i don't i I don't know what stroller in the beginning yeah all all the kids are gonna be clamoring for that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah talk talk about toyetic figures nothing nothing like stroll through the stroll through central park dana (laughs) that's that's what i think is i don't get me wrong i love ghostbusters and um yeah i'll buy them all day but that i think is the inherent problem with ghostbusters is that once you get past just four dudes in a in jumpsuits like the ghosts and the monsters are where you you grab the kids and i think you've got people coming back because otherwise it's like Louis Tully in, in what like a courtroom suit <laughs> and then you know you could have him uh, in his in his little button down with you know Janine i don't know it, 
there's not a whole lot you could do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you could have him in the suit when he's taking the bus at the end and sees Slimer, but yeah, oh, with, yeah. The, with the earmuffs on, where he's wearing the, the, the OG Ghostbuster suit and shows up to help. <laughs> See, I think what they need, one of, if they do another wave, which I hope that they do, they got to do Slimer and then just pack it with food and whatever else they could fit in there. Yeah, not even a not even a build a figure piece, just a food cart with removable food items. Yeah, like and, and right out of the hotel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I think. You know, it, it should have been um, instead of like build a terror dog, it should have been like build a gozer, and then Slimer would have been you know the the fifth sixth figure or something like that. I think that would have been a more complete set because otherwise now it's a mess with the terror dogs and lewis tully comes with the wrong terror dog and <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's nice to have two terror dogs but <laughs> i think if those go on clearance i'm gonna have another terror dog soon <laughs> yeah i i needed that lewis tully because i had never gotten into um any of the previous ghostbusters figures like i missed yeah, all I, the I went and got ones. it too yeah oh, had, nice. to do it. had to do it um but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's just another wave of figures that unfortunately fell victim to 2020 that yeah. I, I think the movie really would have done those figures some some good, you know, had that had that movie been out. I think but, so. I, you know, I'm really looking forward to the the five inch with the Ecto. I, a couple a couple got out. I saw. Um, who is it? Uh, Geek Dad Life. Uh, he's a cool YouTube guy. Uh, he got a hold of some. It, it They're basic but they remind me of kenner's stuff more so yep. than you know the six inch legends type stuff so that's you know i don't have i don't have five inch versions of those so that's where it was more appealing especially when i saw them at toy fair i was like ah, kind of want those more than the plasma series <laughs> yeah they, they they did do a good job with getting you know uh stylized likenesses of of them yeah for those figures, so you know, again, we, we got to see what 21, 2021 brings us now. <laughs> just, fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> just please, God, put it out. Put, I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Speaking speaking of the end of the year, one of the things that comes, of course, before before the, uh, the end of every year is Christmas. It's right around the corner. This episode is airing just a few days before Christmas of, of 2020. Um, so let's dial back the clock. Let's uh, and let's take a trip back in time and revisit some of our favorite memories from Christmas. Um, Toisha, since you're the guest, would you would you like to go first with your uh, with your Christmas memory, your ghost of Christmas past? I'd love to, love to. <laughs> the uh, it's funny you say that. I whenever I think of you know Christmases, Pat, you know, as a little kid and getting something. It was getting the Ghostbusters Firehouse, believe it or not, which is still one of my favorite toys, one of my highlights of my collection. But it was, uh, you know, setting it up with my dad and having not an argument, but like, you know, wanting to play with the slime. My mom realizing like, no, this is going to get all over the carpet, which it did, (laughs) (laughs) which don't give kids slime. Are you like, you know what I mean? That's just like a death sentence for your house. Um, and that's night slime. That's not even like Yeah, that's like corrosive, <laughs> gross, like that does not come out of the carpet. <laughs> I think that uh you know, in some instances I still got a little bit of caked on slime here and there. Not not even from when I was a little kid. It's like later 
like, oh, I have a can of slime. Let's see if it still works dumping it through the firehouse roof, which why wouldn't it work? But the little nooks and crannies of that playset just perfect for all kinds of gross substances to uh, to migrate in there and stay there for years and years. But um, no, that's, you know, putting it together with my dad, the the big white box, I still remember that sitting in the box, uh, he put me in the box, that's uh, so funny. Uh, <laughs> but that's one of my favorite uh, toy memories. And did you, along with the, the firehouse, do you remember, like, did you get other figures with it or was it just that year? Or was it like you already had the figures and you just got the firehouse? <sighs> you know, I... I was lucky as a kid i had you know i had the ghostbusters i had it, it was kind of like a family affair you know what i mean like everybody like my family loved the ghostbusters they liked the cartoon um so it was kind of that's probably where you know my thinking towards toys comes from a lot of times is you know you go and it's a it's a family fun thing you know um i could probably say maybe i got a, a figure too i just prominently remember it was probably even other, maybe a Ninja Turtle, something like that. No, no, that probably wouldn't work. I don't know. I, I can honestly tell you it was a firehouse and maybe one or two ghosts here and there. Yeah, I loved the I loved the the ghost figures from from the Ghostbusters wave because they they I mean it's like yeah you could obviously play with them with the Ghostbusters but they were just fun monsters that you could you know mash up with the other figure lines from the time. Yeah. Super super fun figures great like play features where like you know you squeeze their legs and, like their face transforms and stuff <laughs> well, yeah. yeah i also liked like the uh you know even though it was tough and i i broke them more often than not the proton packs with the yeah the little handle turn the uh neutrona stream yeah that was that was good uh that was a good play is that on the new ones the ones that they they just re-released can you do that on the new ones you know, I, I'll let you know. I got myself uh, another set because I, I left the the first ones that I found. I, I'll have to put them in the collection behind my old, old Kenner ones. But I was like, you know, I'll pick these up. That way I can open them up, check them out. Um, it, they all, they look to be the almost exact same. They got a little bit of a different uh, backpack configure, configuration on their back with how they kind of um, attach, you know. Uh, but yeah, they have the little twisty knob, and apparently they're, they're supposed to be a lot more durable, you know, like more rubbery as opposed to that brittle plastic, like you said. Like you knock yeah. it in any way, and it just snaps. Yeah, m many, many a Neutrona stream were super glued. <laughs> For sure. Word. I used no. to tape, tape mine. Oh, it was awful. You show up to your friend's house, they're all like pristine. You come with a janky proton pack. No one wants a janky proton pack. You're never invited back over. Parents were like, "Don't play with that kid." <laughs> <laughs> don't don't play with him. He doesn't know how to take care of his Neutrona stream. Yeah, <laughs> who wants to be friends with that guy? Dave, how about how about you? Do you wanna do you wanna do yours next? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with mine. Um, so mine is another one that was kind of an early one, I'll say for me. Um, but it was definitely one where they were. They were the you know big kind of I'll say toy of of the time kind of like how the LJNs were last year, and for me it was the uh, He Man and the Masters of the Universe, and I just remember like I think Eric you've probably seen the video, um, where it's just me flipping out and like yelling the name of every character that I opened, <laughs> leading awesome. up to 
leading up to maybe Castle Grayskull, but for sure getting the two pack of like He-Man and Battle Cat and Skeletor and Panthor. Now, not only do I have this video, I know, <laughs> I know where it is and I have the technology. So well, no, we're not doing that, but I have the uh, technology. <laughs> um, try, try it's not hard. I mean, try, but... try and stop me, Dave. <laughs> No, but it I I can can confirm it is adorable. We actually just just watched this. Um, we, we were going through some old VHSs, and uh, my my daughter wanted to see videos of me as as a child, and instead we found a video of <laughs> of you. So we watched. I think we watched like your first three Christmases. We got Uncle Dave watching, <laughs> oh, uh, getting pumped for He Man figures. And there there is like. Let me tell you, man, ear to ear grin watching watching you. I mean, this is before I'm alive. So, you know, like this was the first time I'd actually had ever seen this. I was just stumbled into it, you know, ass backwards. Um, but like you barely being able to like you have that little kid voice, right? Like you, you, yeah. you're like just learning how to speak properly. Yet you open up something and you're like, battle cat. you know like and it was funny because like our you know mom kept trying to in the video to like no but open this next and like you you knew like after you opened one you were like no (laughs) i know the rest i know what the rest of these are and i don't care what's in that pile (laughs) i'm going for those masters of the universe figures and you just kept tearing through them and uh it it is it is just a joyous of, it is a joy of joys watching that. So you should uh, re- recreate it now with the new ones that are coming out. You should you should uh, split screen it and uh, recreate it in depth. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we can get you those pajamas that you. Were I, thought, I thought about oh, picking cool. up the origins to be honest, but like I, I can't get everything. Like I just can't. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, there's so much good stuff, but I mean, like I'd love to get those Super Seven. Ninja Turtles that they're redoing for the Playmates, but I can't. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> Ultimate only... ones—they're so good. Yeah. Oh, have you have you gotten them? No, I've seen them oh. though. Like they're oh, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I just, no, like, and, just and, saw Toy Bros pictures of uh, of Mutagen Man, and it's just like uh, unbelievable how how good they're they're what they're doing with those Ultimate figures. It's it's ridiculous. But Super Seven's doing great with those, which we'll we'll get into next episode. um yeah but it it, those those masters of the universe origin figures even even me like that's one of the ones that i kind of skipped so like i played with a lot of your toys when i was a kid but he-man was kind of done and gone like long enough where i didn't really have a whole lot of interest in those when i was a kid um but those origin figures like there's just something about seeing a he-man figure on the pegs you know, like in that old school, you know, bubble with the, you know, with the art and everything that is super yeah. attractive. And it's, it's part of why I stayed away from the masters of the WWE universe too, because I knew that that was going to be like a trap door to reacquiring or getting some <laughs> new form of He-Man figures. You those know. are, those are too, too much fun. Like you see them on the shelves. You're like, eh, I could do a Mr. T that sounds perfect right now. And a snake. Uh, Jake the Snake, you know, it. they are a gateway, yes. 
And yeah, I, I was like, I had to like uh, immediately be like, no, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> and I've heard people are kit bashing them too. So like, you can take the oh yeah, the yeah. Masters of the Universe and the the Masters of the WWE Universe, and like, if you wanted to make like, apparently the the John Cena has weird hands or something or like weird gauntlets but you can pop the arms off and give him he-man's arms and he looks like a normal john cena so like there are things that you can do to kind of finagle different looks with the characters so yeah that's like i'll give it to him all day the playability we'll just say you know for kids in general one they're not easily breakable they don't have those rubber bands and two, yeah, you you can interswap everything except for the legs. I'm I have never I've never popped mine off. I've never seen anybody do it. So I just I think that's the only um, part that you know doesn't pop off. But I mean, I interswap Skeletor and He-Man parts. It's funny, you know, to do all that. So you imagine being a kid and being able to do whatever you want with them. It's fun. Yeah, for sure. And. You know, maybe like the thing that I keep wondering about this stuff is like maybe there's there'll be another like an, another new He-Man, you know, show, especially with you know like all the streaming platforms, you know, getting these these licenses and everything. You yeah. know, maybe maybe a He-Man show is what we need. A new well, you know, the Netflix one was good. Yeah, they're try they're you know, He-Man's kind of like Ghostbusters. I feel like sometimes though, it's like like hopefully with whatever Netflix is going to do with their couple shows or something. Uh, it'll reinvigorate the franchise on that aspect, but it's very niche sometimes. But I think that the, the the fun colorfulness of these toys, especially when it starts to hit like everything else, uh, once it leaves Walmart at the end of the year, I think that I think it'll you'll get some legs. I think it'll start uh, resonating a little bit more with other people. Well, let me close this out, and I I can't believe that it's it's coming down to me to do a wrestling thing, but. I- I'm actually I'm actually going to do a wrestling thing. So um, I'm going to take us back to 1999 and I'm going to take us back to the the Titan Tron live uh, playset with with uh, packed in Vince McMahon. Um, so so coming out of the, the Jack's Bone Cruncher era, you know, uh, they entered the Titan Tron era, which was a huge surprise because, you know, again, we're, we're going back to a time before, you know, we kind of had uh you know, the internet was young, right? So, like, we didn't know really what was on the horizon. So, if you weren't, um, you know, looking in, you know, toy magazines or, uh, you know, going to the shop every day, you know, the different toy stores, um, you didn't know it was coming. So, uh, as far as I knew, Bone Crunchers were where it was at, and that's what I expected. It was super early ringside era. So, lo, lo and behold, uh, Christmas of 1999, um, I get the the Jax Titantron and the new Titantron, a slew of the new Titantron figures, and it was just mind-blowing. Because, like, before then, you didn't have an entrance ramp for your figures, so if you did have a, you know, a wrestling figure fed like like Dave and I had, you know, we, we actually used, used to use this old, giant rocking chair. You know, you turn it around backwards, like, you have the two, like, rockers facing you. And it worked great as like a, just an archway, you know, for an entrance ramp, you know, get cardboard <laughs> and whatever, whatever else you needed to. But, um, you know, now we had not only did we have an entrance ramp with Titantron, but now you had new figures that when you pressed their like metal plate on the uh, on the Titantron, it actually played their entrance music and announced them. And sometimes <laughs> when it yeah, when it decided to work or or, you know, being being early uh well not early jacks but like early jacks titantron figures some of, some of them came with like the wrong plates 
It's like you put <laughs> you put down a figure, and it you put down like uh, you know Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you get like the Undertaker's intro. But then you figured out like if you turned it the right way, <laughs> or like you know you grab another figure real quick and just tap it down and have the other figure come out. We, we figured out ways. We were creative. Um, but yeah, that that Titantron was amazing. And like in a in a world of like you know being used to having toys with play sets, you know whether it was like the the X Men play set or uh, um, the Spider Man web trap play set with all the magnets or the Bat Cave. Oh yeah, this was really the first like real wrestling playset that wasn't a wrestling ring um you know a real entrance ramp uh, you know it, it really kind of and it had lights and sounds and it was there had really never been anything like that previously so we got legs out of that thing like even long after you know that they had stopped making the titantron figures and they had moved to you know the, the i think it was what ruthless aggression was was after titantron um, we kept using that ramp. That ramp got a ton, a ton, a ton of use. And uh, that Christmas was totally, totally derailed when I opened that box because I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it existed. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it, it's one of the probably the later memories or, or like, to the last time that like something like that happened. Because after that, you know, I was kind of old enough where I was, you know, toys weren't necessarily as exciting you know, for Christmas and, you know, with the advent of the internet and things like that, being able to figure out what was coming next, reading news and, and stuff. That was like one of the really big surprises, like totally blew my doors off. Yeah, I was heavily involved in that, too. <laughs> and now making you, all that happen. So, so, so when you say you're heavily involved, you mean it wasn't Santa Claus? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I found a lot of that stuff. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> no, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. That because, because, A, like looking back on it now, it's like, oh, my brother, like he did a really cool thing for me. But you were playing with that. You were playing with that as much as I was. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was. It it's was like I had a hand in that because I wanted to play with it, but it's all good. <laughs> it makes sense, though. It's, hey, listen, that. I, I'm I'm talking about a toy from 1999. It's been how many years? I I can't do math. It's, it's like 20 20 plus years, um, and I'm still thinking about that toy fondly. So congratulations, you you got a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah. So I I mean, Christmas this year. Uh, you know, it's gonna definitely be a different one for a lot of people. So you know. If you have any good memories of Christmas gifts and you're listening to this, um, visit us on on Instagram and Twitter at AIC underscore podcast. And let's let's talk about fun Christmas memories. Tell us about the cool Christmas toys. Uh, we'll post something up on uh, on Instagram you know, throughout the week you know, leading up to Christmas. They give you the opportunity to share your fun Christmas memories and your favorite Christmas toys and, you know, uh, and we'll we'll have we'll try to have some fun talking about it, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and with that, you know, the Christmas spirit fully running through us, having talked about these uh these fun memories. Uh Toishas, thank you so much for, for joining us to uh take the trip down memory lane and look look into the horizon at at twenty twenty one. No, thank you. you know, as always, thank you for having me. You know, this is always fun just to talk about 
whatever's happening in the toy world, right? Especially things that have come, happier days that have come before. <laughs> We've got to grasp onto whatever we can here. Yeah. Oh, right? That's that's like the tagline for 2020, just grasping on to whatever we can <laughs> possibly grab onto at this point. Hey, but we made it. We made it. As as of airing of this, we've got like a week to go. <laughs> We're just about there. <laughs> Home stretch. This is the longest year in existence. <laughs> yeah, it feels like three years ago that we just did this in March. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. You, it, it was it was less than a year since the last time you were on this podcast. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I was. And it was funny before we even started. I thought about it. I'm like, when was the last time I did this? I'm like, oh god, that was like March, right? March yeah. or April? Yeah. Yeah, like right the, at the, the first of guest of the pan- pandemic era. Oh, that's 17 years ago. This <laughs> pandemic has been going on now. Yeah. Well, just think you could you, you you'll have bookended this experience. You. You helped us usher in the pandemic, and hopefully, <laughs> you're helping us see it leave. That's a good way to look at it. It's like just <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, with that, a happy holidays to everybody. Uh, hope you have a safe and and happy holiday. Yes, happy holidays. Same to you. Yeah. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.